Good morning, beautiful people. My name is Javi Fajolan, and welcome back to the Boson Podcast. With me are my two guests, Kat Molo and Vier Barrero. Now, Vier and Kat, what are your pronouns to start off? Um, well, obviously, I go by she, her. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Vier? I go by they usually. They or she is fine, but recently, they is more. I think Do you guys want to give a brief introduction to yourselves for the audience? Oh, introduction. Okay, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Oh, you can go first. Okay, yeah. I'm Via Breiro. <laughs> what else do I say? Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a third year... Third year? Third year humanities <laughs> student. I had to think about it because of the whole 6FP program. Third oh. year humanities uh, student. I'm in like three orgs, I think. Oh. I have to recall. Um, yeah, I'm 21 years old. Gosh, I had to like recall how old am I? 21 years old. Yeah, studying at UAB. Okay, I'm Katerina Molo. I'm a first-year entrepreneurial management student. I was in junior college, but I shifted out. Um, I'm 18 years old, and I'm in two orgs. Two orgs. All right. Um, So you guys know what our topic today is, but for the audiences at home, we'll be talking about pronouns, or more specifically, gender or preferred pronouns. Now, to start... um, Sorry. (laughs) Very unprofessional. Do you guys, where do you guys discover your pronouns or preferred pronouns? Like at what age, what medium, etc. Or how did you discover it? Like, for example, I discovered, because I wasn't very versed with this until I discovered TikTok and like Twitter. Where in Twitter, you can like have your bio with your preferred pronouns, etc. In TikTok, there's a lot of people talking about this subject. So what about you guys? Well, first, I think we should just clarify that, like, okay. technically everyone uses gender pronouns. Okay. I mean, like, like she just said she, her. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, is, is your question, like, when did we discover if we had preferred pronouns? Preferred pronouns, okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. Should, should I go? Should you go? Um, <laughs> okay. Um, mine was, when did I? I think I started thinking about it first year at UAP. Like, I, I considered it more heavily because before I didn't really think that that was a very... Like, it, the concept, the whole concept of people using anything other than the pronouns they were called at birth kind of confused me. Okay. So I didn't really see any, I didn't see the point of it. I didn't see the logic <laughs> to it. And then I started just doing more research on my own. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I discovered more things about myself, choo-choo cha-cha. So I think first year of UAP was when I started thinking about it more. And okay. I started to go by other pronouns, I think, the year after. Okay. Oh, actually, only pandemic was Early when I pandemic. actually went by. Yeah. But then did you have something deep down that told you? you were like Probably. you knew you had an inclination that you were something yeah the inclination mm-hmm. was the early on first year you up and then i only actually started acting on it pandemic pandemic okay oh what about you Kat? for me well i've never really thought about it in that way because well I'm, i don't really go on tiktok and things like that oh. but i do research <laughs> okay. and for me i do believe that gender identity is actually based on your biological sex so okay. it isn't really an issue to me that's actually interesting and brings us to our well first topic about pronouns <laughs> pronouns and its relationship to our human identity now a follow-up question towards that is do you think the current available pronouns are deemed in- insufficient in describing a person and available pronouns meaning preferred pronouns uh, mm. so current available pronouns are like she her they, she them. her they yeah he. You can also go into neo pronouns, for example. Oh yeah, I've been much. Yeah, that. interesting. Uh, do you guys know about neo pronouns? 
No. Yes, vaguely. <laughs> so, neo pronouns are basically to describe a person that has a pre existing word. So, they're called like noun self. So, for example, I would say I'm a bun or bun self or a vamp or vamp self. And it could also be called, um, well, yeah, something that's pre existing. So, like fantasy, fiction, or like an animal, etc. Okay. So back to the yeah, <laughs> topic to the ahead, question. sorry. Um, yeah, do you think these are insufficient in describing a person? I don't think they're insufficient, in fact. I think that what the traditional pronouns actually, I think they are... Oh, when you say traditional, you mean like he, she... He, him, he. she, her, yeah. Okay. I actually think those are sufficient already. Okay. Okay. I, I think they're pretty... I, I think the she, her, they, them, he, him, those three are pretty sufficient. Uh, just because, well, I, I I have yet to do research on neo pronouns, but um, mm. the reason I think that the she, they, he is already like okay is more because the oh so wait so you just you want to include they them yeah just to clarify as that yeah okay. I do want to include that and I think that would be relatively sufficient um, and I'm thinking of this because of they them I'm just um, denoting to that uh, referring to that as like a. Uh, way of identifying as non-binary non-binary yeah but I think that because if we're talking about the gender spectrum for example um, I think there's just it's it's enough to denote that if someone isn't a man a woman usually they're non-binary and I think that's there should but be a pronoun to denote non-binary that. people also go beyond they and them like they have their own self, set of pronouns yeah but I think that like that, that hyper specific classification is okay. unnecessary in, when we're talking about like society at large mm. but again this is just like my opinion having <laughs> yeah. without having any research yet no it's okay um, it's okay like it's for me it's enough to denote that like you're non-binary through a pronoun i think like making it like hyper specific yeah mm. I, I still have to do research on that but that's just my like initial thought kat do you want to add anything towards that um no i'm good okay uh let's move on to the second subtopic which is how do these pronouns help foster the individual identity and before we go on to that, what is the individual individual identity, yeah. or what are your definitions of individual identity? Do you, you want to <laughs> go? go first? Okay, I can go first. Um, individual identity—it's a mixture of a lot of things. Um, okay, because it, it goes a bit hard. Because her, I mean, I'm a humanities student. I feel like <laughs> but when we're talking about identity, there's a lot of factors like mm-hmm. your personality, your biological makeup, your your friends, your memories. Um, yeah, individual identity, I guess, is a, is a matter of, it's a mixture of, like, just to generalize it, self-perception, and then your actual, like, what components make you up, which is, like, very varied. I, th- I think people are, like, a, a mosaic of their experience, you know? Oh. Like, a lot of different factors. Um, you, can, you can key in on individual ones that make an mm. impact, for example, but when you view it large view scale, it makes a person. That's what I think identity is. What about you, Pat? Um, kind of in line with what we are saying. Okay. I think we our identity is based on who we're born as, but that gets influenced by our different experiences that we experience, the people we are exposed to, and the things we're exposed to. Okay. Um, well, adding on to that, do you think these pronouns help foster individual identity, Kat? Um, yes, I, I suppose so, since pronouns are it's a way of referring to someone, mm-hmm. so if you base it on their identity, then yes. So do you think these um, other, the preferred pronouns, like for example, the they themselves, um, the they or zeers, 
or neo pronouns, do you think these also help build ide- individual identity towards these people? Um, well, in the context that say um, a biological man would ask to be referred to as um, with the pronouns she/her, for example, okay. I personally don't think that that helps a person's identity because this is contrary to truth, um, reality. Um, regardless of what you want reality reality to be so I think because it goes against truth it doesn't help a person's true identity okay oh Vier, do you want to add anything onto that oh yeah I think um yeah I'm trying to wonder how how <laughs> what's this preferred pronouns might what sorry what is the uh, phrasing of the question um do you think these preferred pronouns help foster the individual identity besides like he she yeah. him yeah um, yeah, I, I believe that there's uh, like to a certain extent they should be encouraged, but it's again like I also agree with Kat in the line that it should be more Limited. in line with what the truth oh, okay. is rather than what the preference is. But it just so happens that for like the way I view things after having research is that um, when we're talking about gender, mm-hmm. um, self identification is a big thing to take into account, uh, which is why like preferred yeah. pronouns are a thing. But and I, I just because I, I I do believe that like preferred pronouns are. Except I don't, I don't think, I don't believe that everyone can identify as anything they want. <laughs> yeah. That's not my belief. It's just that, yeah, I guess it can help foster personal identity, but it should be in line with the truth. The truth. Um. Yeah. I was gonna go more in that, but I think that we have like topics for later, so I don't want to. Like, <laughs> no, that's actually interesting because when you mentioned the truth, uh, Kat mentioned biology. So, in your perspective, does biology like count as the truth? Um, I of believe the person. biology is a truth. Okay. Um, I think the first. So it's thing, one of many truths. It's one of many truths, okay. and it's it's it's, oh, it's hard because you have to like distinguish what knowledge, uh, you know, knowledge, information, truth. There's a lot of like nuances okay. in trying to define each one specifically, but the thing I like to do when someone like asks me, for example, about uh, gender theory, the very first thing I do is delineate sex and uh, okay. gender. And usually, sex refers to all your like biological makeup, um, what genitalia you have, well, you know your set of hormones. I know there are lots of people who lie on the spectrum, even in terms of like biological makeup. There, you know, people who are hermaphrodites, mm-hmm. uh, people whose genealogy doesn't exactly align with their genitalia. Uh, yeah, and then uh, gender more refers to the social conditioning, the gender dynamics, the dynamics between like. A male and female that like has been institutionalized or has been born out of like centuries and one way you can actually see this that that way we're like subtly looking at gender as more cultural and social rather than purely biological is that in movies with robots we naturally refer to robots as she and her or um, he and him despite the fact that they have no genitalia and wally we call wally he and him mm-hmm. but he doesn't have like you know genitalia <laughs> so why do we call him he him it's because of the way he socializes interacts we subtly gender that as male for some reason okay and i think that's indicative of the fact that we view gender and pronouns as a more tied to culture and socialization rather than it is tied to biology not to say that biology has no like <laughs> like part in it because i yeah. do believe that does but um i don't think it's it is constrained by it or um hard defined by it well yeah. kat since you also mentioned a lot about biology do you think it's the only truth or are there other truths towards that well, I'd, it depends on the context, really. But I guess I can say that it's um, gender. Uh, gender identity is based on your biological sex in the sense that. So um, you think? Sorry, just to clarify, sex and gender aren't two different things. They are. Okay. Um, sex is your biological, biological. sex, and gender is like 
the stereotypes that we have in society. But I think one issue that we have to clarify, at least with what I believe in, is that um, for example, a biological woman is someone who a woman is a biological woman with any personality, and a man is a biological man with any personality. So with the gender stereotypes, it tends to get confusing. And so someone who, let's say, feels a biological woman, for example, who feels that she doesn't really conform to the female gender stereotypes, might identify as a man. But in reality, you're still you're, a woman. You're still a woman, even if you have a personality that doesn't conform to the stereotype. Mm, that's interesting. And I think we can build up on that and there's what VR said on the social norms. So like for example, uh transgender people, right? That's what you said. Uh, a woman a biological woman uh building upon the personalities of a man is still identified as a man. Uh, uh sorry, as a woman, <laughs> sorry. As what you said. So in the sense of self, is it also determined by the social factors? So for example, you said that even though he may act like a man or yeah, has more masculine personality, he is still a woman. Yeah, still a woman if that's what your biological sex says. Okay, and Veer, do you want to add oh, yeah. up on that? I'm curious um, just because like, I'm not sure always like what the other uh, perspective says about this, but what's the... the what is my question? Oh my <laughs> what gosh. are the other perspectives? No, no, it's like, truth? yeah, I, I was confused about, or not confused, I wanted to clarify what the, the benefit was of, of then, like, dividing, like, having those two terms differently, gender and sex, if, if, in the end, you believe that gender is still based on sex. It's based on it, but it isn't it. Oh. Like, I, I can, gender, sorry, how do you define gender? Really? Gender is, like, um, the stereotypes. The personality, yeah. Oh, the stereotypes. Society, yeah. Oh, okay. Like the female stereotypes, male stereotypes. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify okay. that. I think I had another question, but I forgot it. Maybe I'll remember it later in the middle of the podcast and I'll like okay. type up. Um, well, Vier, you also re- mentioned the relationships of like these people. So, for example, like robots, like in Wally, right? Yeah. They, um, they like they interact with humans, but they still or like for us, our relationship with them, we like for example Eve. Is a woman to us, yeah. Or Wally is a man to us, yeah. What? How can you like elaborate on that? Elaborate yeah. on that, yeah. It's it's well, I don't know. It's interesting. I think, well, for example, the way they designed the characters, I think they tried to use things that we associate more with masculinity, femininity. Like they made Eve very sleek, mm. very um, um, I don't know, just yeah, very sleek. <laughs> had a higher voice, was more okay. like um, put together, more like perform. I don't know, um. <laughs> And then Wally, they gave him like they gave him the equivalent of like a squeaky man voice, which is very cute. Um, <laughs> they made him clunkier, and uh, I think even the trailers referred to it by he. And all of those things um, are at least indicative of like of of the fact that we associate certain notions, certain concepts, certain appearances. We already gender them in our mind, um, and that's just indicative of the fact that um, yeah, gender refers to lots of the um, lots of those concepts that are tied like kind of like grouped almost and then uh even in like the dynamics and the way they interact because they were in a romance very cute um and the roles that they took up within a romance so um, wait just to stop you there uh let's put it in a real world context right so for example a transgender a biological woman is transgender into a man is that how you say it yeah so transgender man transgender man transgender man um 
How do you negotiate that relationship with other people then? Negotiate a relationship? What do you mean? Um, how do you think is that relationship with other people? Like, for example, in the sense of transgender, right? You have the Olympics. Um, and there's the biological factors, but there's also the social factors. Do you think they should compete? Do you think they have uh, an advantage and etc.? Yeah, this this um, topic and I was always a bit contentious. Mm. But the thing I should, because for me it's really nuanced, <coughs> and you really have to. What what I want to be done here is like I really hope people do an honest research to see if like biological males really have like much of a competitive advantage in terms of their in terms of their biological makeup and if so should that be a factor because for example in basketball mm-hmm. some people are naturally taller than other people should yeah. they be disqualified from playing basketball mm. so you have to look at first first of all make uh, do a heavy research on like the actual like sexual differences and if that's gonna be affecting the sport itself second of all um, make sure you're not you know being hypocritical look at other sports because for example isn't there Michael Phelps who's feet are like webbed or something or some <laughs> swimmer who's he his feet are webbed should he be disqualified because his biological makeup allows him an advantage at swimming mm-hmm. um but yeah it's a bit it's definitely not something i have an answer to because it's a lot of like <laughs> it's a lot of research yeah, so you prefer to be it depends so, on the context it's, yeah it's yeah not something i have like a final say on i'm not a sports researcher uh kat do you have any comments I'm on that i'm kind of unfair with that um yeah. i don't have really researched into this and i think it's really important that it is researched mm. about like the effects and like they could do tests on how true how much you're like does it give you an advantage yeah does it give you an yeah. advantage or not but okay. one thing I'd like to note is that most sports, I think, are divided between men's Men sports and female, women's yeah. sports, and I think that, I think that there's no need to say if you um, become transgender, there's no need to go into the other category other than your biological sex because there's already a division for you, so there's okay. no need to cross over. But yeah, they should do research into the but whether then, like, you have an For example, like Dear said, like there are like tall women can't they compete in like uh, for example a tall woman becomes a man can't they compete in the men's sport but there is already a category for women in basketball so there's no need for it because everyone because there are short and tall people in basketball so how do I say this there's no need to have another category to switch categories I think okay um, to expound on that what do you think is the extent then of these um, relationships of these people with other people so for example if I identify as like a they them what is the extent I can put this on on other people okay so honestly I think that it's important that people respect each other mm-hmm. right so yeah. for example you would want me to call you they them right yeah but Personally, I wouldn't want to do that you don't because want to to. I, f- I feel that that's contrary to the truth and by doing so, I'd be in a sense lying. Mm-hmm. So, well, I would respect you, your that belief. I identify as yes, they them. But I'd also hope that you would respect me too and not sort of force me also to call you by that. So, what I would personally do is to avoid calling you pronouns at all. So, I would just so call, you call you by my your name. name. Have, okay, yes. yeah. And that's a good compromise. I hope that this wouldn't affect our friendship in any way. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Vier, what about yeah, you? I'm kind of, um, like, I understand Kat's point. It's hard because every person will, to an extent, act in the truth that they believe is mm-hmm. true. And we're people, most people <laughs> believe in very different truths. So yeah. It's hard to, like, reconcile when people believe that's in true. different things. Yeah. 
uh, for me usually I leave it up to the context and the person. Like for me, like I uh, usually I'm understanding if people don't use my correct pronouns because I mean I grew up in a very Catholic household. I understand. Okay. Lots of times the philosophy that they come from, like as a humanities major, and I, you know, study that thing. I understand where they're coming from, so I don't. So like your family, they don't call you by your pronouns. Technically, <laughs> hi guys. I'm technically, not out to them about it. Um, so oh, my parents watch okay. this. Okay. <laughs> hi parents. Be, hi mom, hi dad. This uh, bears coming out video. <laughs> you no. Know, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind. I mean, I have had many. Okay. Like conversations with them about these issues, and I can remain objective about it. Um, personally, like I'm okay with being friends with people who wouldn't use it correctly, which maybe my therapist would be mad about. But I'm I'm okay with it as long as they respect me as a person, like, as oh. long as they don't integrate like my person. Um, but I know that other people are really uncomfortable because I can understand how it's a very sensitive topic for them, and I understand that like they don't want to be friends with people who don't call them by their correct pronouns. So you think you shouldn't impose your truth, like? your preferred pronouns on other people? Uh, I prefer not to, but I think that's because it's my personality. It's not mm. like a statement I'm saying largely <laughs> about the truth. This, I don't know actually, should I? I don't think truth should ever be imposed. I think truth should be learned. That's why it's important to have mm. discussions like this and debates. Okay. So I don't believe in imposing a truth, but I prefer... But, do you think, but don't you think that imposes on their identity as a person then? No, I think that sometimes it... it means that they're acknowledging that I believe a certain thing and when they speak to me that they're acknowledging that they're acting within that paradigm of I believe something but I wouldn't mind if they wanted to talk to me about it if they wanted to debate me about it I have a few friends who don't necessarily respect my pronouns but we're still friends <laughs> we have boundaries okay but um, I understand you know that they believe a certain thing and I respect that too so I'm not gonna does this affect your relationship with your friends to a certain extent to a certain extent it does but okay. I mean we still have mutual we, we still you know it's not like we beat each other up <laughs> um, yeah it affects it to an extent like, I know we can't attain like, a certain amount of closeness because they don't fully understand what I believe okay um, yeah but I like to be friends with people, so that's, I'm all good about it. Uh, do you have any more comments on that? No, I'm good. Alright, uh, let's move on to our second topic regarding the context of the university. So the first topic, we talked about like a very niche, like a very broad sense in the very real world. But now we're going to move on to the context of the university. And the first, to- the first subtopic that I'd like to talk about is recognizing uh, people's pronouns as we recognize people's pronouns, how should bathrooms be segregated? Because like you see like in malls and work offices, these are slowly being implemented, right? So you think the university should implement these kinds of segregated bathrooms, like unisex bathrooms, right? That are open to everyone. Yeah, personally, I think you already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's really dangerous to implement that because really, I really do think that this should be we should always base what we do on truth and okay. if we don't base it on people's biological sex it gets dangerous because then people can really just choose to identify as whatever and if we just have one bathroom it'll well what about intersex people right intersex or unique yeah intersex mm. intersex her meaning they both yeah her math is that types. the correct term i don't know what's <laughs> correct um, like people have, having two genitalia yeah, yeah. We understand that this they're they're the exception to the norm so if like if we have a student who's intersex then we can cater to that but we shouldn't make the general populace cater to the the exception 
get what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. It's like how there. Sorry, but I'll just give, try to give an example. There are people who are blind, but they, we don't have braille everywhere. But mm. in necessary places, we do have braille. Like, well, not here, but in Europe, for example, they have braille on the on the floor of the roads so that blind people can navigate. But we don't. It's not necessary to put it all over the world. If we did have the resources to do so, then maybe that would be nice. All right. Uh, what about you, there? Lovely, lovely, <laughs> lovely. Sorry. It's okay. For the it's audience okay. out there, it's a condition. Okay. Um, <coughs> lovely. Uh, the, oh, I don't know. Actually, wow. Mm. My <laughs> my long-awaited answer. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 difficult because like. Do you prefer not to talk about it? Oh no no no! Okay. It's not that. It's just yeah. that, like I'm, there's a lot of factors to take into account. Like mm. personally, I think there's some. Oh, like now. what factors yeah oh what factors is that like um i mean part of me obviously is going to worry about like sexual harassment mm. if we make like a gender neutral bathroom because i would like to believe in the goodness of people <laughs> and know that there are people out there who might possibly there's a potential that they would take advantage of that and then we just put a camera then in bathrooms is that illegal to put a camera <laughs> in bathrooms <laughs> <laughs> Let me just go into the bathroom. <laughs> Problem solved. No, um, yeah, there's like issues with like sexual harassment, um, and also just like, um, I don't know. I feel like bathrooms are some weird like safe space for like gendered <laughs> people. You know, like guys go there and they're like, "Hey, fat Oh yeah. Jokes, and the girls go there to do makeup together. Mm. But I also acknowledge that like there are people who wouldn't be comfortable going to male. I I just think we should have a just a, a nice additional gender neutral bathroom also because I think universities and malls can just always use more bathrooms <laughs> so like I would just add like a nice just like a little gender neutral like just a small one just because so yeah. like for example uh, transgender people they would only use that bathroom are they allowed to use like male or female bathrooms mm. yes I think so um, yes the I'm trying to remember <laughs> yes I think that they should be allowed to use like the, the bathroom of the preferred sex okay um I'm trying to remember what ah oh, shucks it's it's back in my memory I saw some posts about this mm. but my belief there is that like usually like I don't think there are many cases wherein like for example a transgender someone claiming to be a transgender woman has used the bathroom to harass um or other woman uh, I don't think there are many cases like that and especially I don't think but well, I'd hope that the university doesn't foster that type <laughs> of attitude and okay. um, even then like most men I don't think many men are willing to like express themselves femininely just so they can get into a female bathroom and I think that that, that likelihood is very low and I again I believe that if it does happen we should <coughs> yeah accommodate that okay. but I don't believe there's a high likelihood at least not in UANP I really hope <laughs> not in UANP alright uh, do you have any more comments Kat on no, regarding okay. that well um, Kat you mentioned back then that for example your statement or your stance on like uh, transgender people or people who identify as like their preferred pronoun, they should stick to their um, team, their respective team in their sports. So in, in the context of PE classes and sports teams in the university, do you still think that's applicable? Yes, most definitely. I think even more more in this case than what we talked about earlier because PE isn't a competition, so yeah. there, there's no need there's to no win. Need. Okay. And so I think, <coughs> I think at least as a girl myself, it's more comfortable having it segregated rather than having it all mixed. And also there's the point that um, men and women are really biologically different, and so 
um, you know, usually, but not all the time, definitely not all the time, men tend to be stronger than girls in certain aspects physically. And so if we have mixed P classes, us girls, we might have a hard time. We have the same things to do. So I actually think that it wouldn't be fair in the sense that, you know, equity, not necessarily equality. But in the sense of PE classes, you're most likely looking at the individual self, right? Yes. So doesn't it not matter also if we have <coughs> segregated PE classes? You mean not segregated PE classes? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Not segregated um, PE classes. Actually, I think it would matter because thing is we do our at least in my PE classes I've had so far we do our exercises together and so if you're being left behind or something you'll really feel left out because you'll see that you're not but then that's more on the individual not yes. more on their like how they identify themselves right yes but it's <coughs> um, there are differences biological differences between male and female so okay Sorry, I'm not getting your question <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, um, like, since they're not competing compared to <coughs> a sports team, right? Mm -hmm. You're mostly focusing on yourself. Um, why does it matter, right? If it's more like an individual, like a very one-on-one. -on -one. So if, for example, if they're being left behind, that has nothing to do with how they're called, their preferred pronouns. That's more on, like, their biological self, right? Okay. Oh, what do you I, mean? I Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay, I think I got with me now. I think it's more of an issue of um, how people are comfortable. It's like the same with the bathroom issue. Like, it's what Bjar was saying earlier, it's kind of like a safe space to have your PE segregated, and people would generally feel more comfortable, at least from what I know from my friends and personally also, if okay. it's segregated. Um, do you have any comments on that, Bjar? Um, yes, I think, <coughs> well, one thing to to just correct my earlier statement about the bathroom um what was i gonna say about that <laughs> oh gosh i think i was gonna say yeah i acknowledge the safe space but i'm not making a statement about a bathroom so sorry yeah mm -hmm. um second thing was the pe i get it because like it's hard for like an educational system considering they have to take into account like what's your standard for grading people and there are like sexual like biological differences okay but i don't i think um there has to be research um regarding, research regarding like, that yeah, if it'll affect if it'll affect but i think if we're looking at for example like personal trainers and, and like pe yeah like if, it, if you're talking about like the personal progression in pe mm. and i think that part it's okay to not make too much of a too much of fun oh uh, yeah okay. i think you're you know because every every day uh, every start of the pe and i think we have like a whole like measure your height your bf uh, your bpi and all that and that kind of shapes how the coach is gonna measure your progression <coughs> and in that case we're looking at highly like specific contextualized mm. biological makeup yeah so i think that actually trumps the, the sexual difference okay thing. um well moving on to that this is our last topic so we're over time already what do you do you think there should be disciplinary offenses if someone is offended if you don't use their preferred pronouns do you want me? Do you want to go first? Okay, I'll go first. Mm. I, I think that there should most definitely not be any because, um, as I said earlier, mutual respect. So mm -hmm. if, if you want to be called by those pronouns, like I won't, I'll, I'll tell you what I think, but I will not contest. Like mm -hmm. you can do that. But I would prefer for someone not to impose for me to do something. Okay. Contrary to my beliefs. So I have my beliefs and you have your beliefs. 
So you think so, we should just fight it out? No! Maybe it's bad. Mutual respect. Okay. okay. Yeah, so I think that people can still be friends despite yeah. this. Or if, for example, they're not friends. Like, I mean, I like, have very different beliefs, you have very different beliefs. Can still yes. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Vir? Yeah, I think on this one, I'm, I'm in pretty in line with Kat. I don't think there should be disciplinary, like, what do you call Offense. it? Offenses. Because I think that, um, like, to an extent, a school should just be a place where people can learn themselves. And once you start, like, imposing disciplinary offenses for, like, for example, <coughs> not respecting yeah. someone's pronouns, oh gosh, I'm going to be cancelled for this. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think that kind of implies like under underlying that fact is the fact that there's an implication that of, uh, it's, it's the implication of an enforced belief system and I, I think that the school should more foster the type of place where people can discover the truth rather than impose a rule that's like um, imposing a certain truth so you think for example if someone gets offended that you don't use a certain pronoun um they shouldn't be prioritized over like um the person who didn't uh say their preferred pronoun well, I think you should bring the offense up, but I don't think that there should be like like a set like oh you're going to detention for not using this person's pronouns. I think it should just be, it should be brought up, and the two people should be able to talk it out, as like any civil people would do. But then again, yeah, it is a a contentious topic because, yeah, everyone will say that their truth is uh, the truth that they believe is the actual truth because that's kind of the nature of truth. Okay. So, I don't know, it's, it's complicated, but I don't think there should be disciplinary offense, at least not within the current context of how things work, because that would be very, very, I think that would spark more conflict than is worth. But I believe that the conversation should be had. Okay, do you have anything to add to that, Kat? Um, just really quick, I, yeah, I think sure. that's really important that, <coughs> especially in the university, yeah. in universities, that freedom is really important, especially okay. at this age, so that, you know, it's time for us to learn, and I think it's better to err on the side of freedom than risk imposing something that's actually wrong or harmful okay um i think to wrap up our state our <laughs> discussion um we talked about uh social norms and more on biological factors right affecting the person's um gender and the relationship it has with other people right and for the university context um i think you guys said that the discussion should be brought up but there shouldn't be any necessary action yet. Well, I think there should be action. I don't think that I just don't think there should be disciplinary offense. Disciplinary because, offense, yeah. Um, practically speaking, it's gonna cost a lot of. But hubbub. it depends on the context, also. Right. I think the well, I don't think disciplinary. It depends on the context. I mean, yeah, I guess like not. Oh no! no like context. for example, uh, PE classes and sports teams. Oh, it depends those on things. yeah. Yeah. Depends on the context. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know lots of my answers are like, oh, depends on context. That's the same <laughs> answer. But I think that's really what it is because yeah. the thing about gender studies is that it's a relatively contemporary topic to be studied. It's not as established as other topics in like philosophy, like nihilism. Stuff like that. <laughs> we don't have like great old thinkers. Yeah. So a lot of research and a lot of like context, uh, case-to-case basis needs to be in- involved, I think. Okay. Uh, do you have anything to add, Kat? No. Alright, I guess that wraps up our discussion for today. Thank you guys for listening to our... I don't know what episode this is <laughs> for the person. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, also, follow us on our Facebook page at Boson UAP. And yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank Bye, you. guys.